Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Something struck me in that update that we're going to get to in a second here. But, uh, yeah, we're starting off with how the expectations have changed since the beginning of the season uh, for Lions fans. You know, I go back to the beginning of the year. We made our season predictions, and I had the Lions at 12-5. and five. Here they are at 11-4 and, uh, and four. I'm 11 and four right now, or 10-4, and four, I'm sorry, uh, with a chance. No, it is 11-4, and four, with a chance to go 13-4 and four if they win the next two. So, have my expectations changed? My answer is no. For me, they actually haven't. I've tried to be as steady as I can be and tried to ride the roller coaster and take it for what it is, understanding what it is. I guess on the show, we do a pretty good job with discipline, and I'm not patting myself on the back here. It's just it's, it's something we do on the show. We plant our flag, and we literally plant the flag and stick by it, you know, for better or for worse. I mean, plenty of for worse. When you, when you stand by the flag. I thought this was going to be a much better year for the Pistons. I thought they might push 30 wins. <laughs> yeah, I planted that flag. Uh, if I could unplant it, I would. And I uh, think the, the adjust, Vegas has adjusted the over-under win total. Beginning of the season, the win total for the Pistons was 27 and a half. And I probably would have taken the over because I thought maybe close, close to 30 games here. It's been adjusted now at this point in the season to, I think it's at 11 and a half. And if I had to place a bet, I'd probably place the under on 11 and a half. So in the Pistons, it's changed. I'm allow, allowing myself to change. But for the for the Lions, you know, we plant the flag and there it is. And they're on track for what I expected. I definitely expect them to win one of the next two games. Um, and... Look, if they don't beat Dallas, maybe they just rest some players uh, for the last game of the season against the Vikings, and that would probably make sense if they want to rest some players rather than you know try to get that 12th win because you can't improve your seating in the playoffs. Um, maybe they treat that like a a preseason game. Starters get the first couple, you know, reps, and that's it. Take them out. But I'm not worrying about that until we have to worry about that. Lions play Dallas on on Saturday night, and they're going to try to win that football game. They're going to try to push it so that they can get the number two seed at worst, you know, and potentially with a number one seed if San Francisco ends up losing one of their final two games. But for me, the expectation has not changed. Has it changed for you? 248-539-9797 is the telephone number. Uh, You can take a Texas there as well. Uh, we had talked earlier in the show about the Detroit Red Wings. We got a lot of ticket texts on that. Let's get to those. It says, good morning, Gator. What about the old left-wing lock? Remember that? They had to go back to that 97 where they had to switch over to a defense first game. They scored less, but they won Stanley Cups, and no one should know that better than Steve Eiserman. He's the one who had to buy into it way back then. That's from Mark and Burton. 
Uh, it's a good point. You know, Scotty Bowman went to Steve Eisman, basically said, need you to be more of a defensive uh, player and, and, and lead the way to show that, you know, forwards that need to play defense. And they did. And they did win Stanley Cups. It's not the only reason they did. I mean, they did have the, the Russian five. That was pretty good. They did have a group of future Hall of Famers on that team. Um, but yes, the left wing lock was a thing. The Wings were 6-1 and one before Kane, and now 2-9 and nine since. Chemistry is gone. Four guys are chasing the puck and leaving the front of the net open. Turnovers in their own zone, and there's no checking. It's all caps, and uh, had some exclamation points at the end of that. Um, can't disagree with that too much. And we've seen too many turnovers in their own end, and the, the, the lack of checking. Yeah, that's always, I think it's something Red Wing fans have been bitching about since I can remember. They need a big defenseman who's going to hit people. The game has changed, but I still think you need somebody to hit somebody. Like to see that more. Make some guys pay in front of the net, but you know, do it in a, in a smart manner because you certainly don't want to put yourself shorthanded. Uh, the goaltending is abysmal. All of them giving up weak goals and massive rebounds. The defense is not great. Pinch when they shouldn't. There's way too many odd man rushes. Struggle too, uh, too much with the first pass out of the zone. Thanks, though. Great show. That's Jim in Rochester Hills. You're welcome, Jim. And I think all of that is is probably true. I don't think it's it's not a problem that's plagued them the entire season, although some people will say that they just got red hot in the beginning of the season, and this has always been an issue. Um, but it certainly has been an issue in the last 11 games when they've only won two games. But... I think the good news is it's something that you could point out to on film really easily and say, here's the problem. Can we fix it? Yeah, it's strategy. I compare that with the Pistons, and you're like, okay, what's the problem? Well, you could point on the, on the tape and say, well, this guy, 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 and this guy, and that guy, they're not good enough. That's not an easy fix. You have to turn over the entire roster. Or it's certainly a huge part of it. Red Wings have a decent roster. They've got a playoff caliber roster. The problems are more systemic in, in how you're going to play uh, and schematic and how you're going to play defensively. Um, so that part I'm I'm excited about. The goaltending is different, though. That's a, that, that's It's part of the defensive problems. I think that you can get a, a good fix by adjusting how you play defense. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And asking your players to do more. But the goaltending is a, a kind of a separate issue for me. And I think that they need to find a better goaltender, frankly. Cider uh, and Raymond are in their third seasons now, and they should be exerting themselves as borderline stars, but they're just playing average. That's part of the problem. Well, not every first-round pick is going to be a star, okay? I think we we have uh, lofty expectations for those guys. Uh, but I would say this. Most sides are still a really good hockey player. 
you know, a defenseman who's better than a point every other game. Uh, I don't think he's playing his best defensive hockey right now, but that can change. Lucas Raymond's actually off to a pretty good start. He's got 26 points in 35 games. Sider has 22 in 35. Both of these guys have played all the games, and um, I think they've done a, a pretty decent job on the offensive end. Defensively, that, that that's where the things need to pick up a little bit more. And if you're going to be more defensive-minded, then you're going to see a drop in the offensive production. So be ready for that. Okay? Raymond's third on the on the team in goals scored this year with 10. But he's a minus eight overall. Now, the plus-minus statistic gets manipulated a little bit, but um, I, I think he just uses a general rule there to, to see, okay, I can make a a hasty generalization perhaps on, on, on the defensive uh, ability of the player or what they're, what they're doing at this point. And right now, Lucas Raymond at minus eight, most cider at minus two, you expect a little bit better out of both of those guys, but offensively, they've both been pretty good this year. So I would disagree uh, with the ticket texture a little bit on that. Um, it's, is it too early to question coach Lalonde and his ability to get this team over the hump? I think it might be, I do trust Steve Eiserman in this. He he's known Derek Lalone for a long time. Um, I don't think he's gonna, you know, wait too long. But I think he's got an idea of what's going on there. And I, I like Coach Lalone, um, but I think there's a sense of urgency at this point. Thirty-five games into the season of an eighty-two game schedule, you're almost at the halfway point. I think the sense of urgency is going to start to heat up here. Let's let's see some better hockey. Now, we did know that the beginning of the season was going to be a, a tougher stretch. Uh, it's a tougher stretch of games. Um, but to get a game, get a game like last night, I did expect them to win it, and they just uh, they got off to the bad start, give up a goal early. <laughs> then they scored, and then they gave up another goal real quickly. Then they scored, and they gave up another goal real quickly. And then they gave up three more real quickly, and that was, uh, that was trouble for them last night. 97-1, the ticket. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.